I'm Amos, host of Undaunted, a proud member of the Gunna Geek Network, just like the show you're listening to now. The opinions expressed are those of each individual host. Check out all the other podcasts at GunnaGeekNetwork.com and get ready, because geekiness begins in 3, 2, 1. Stand by for a brand new episode of All Things Good and Nerdy. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to episode 291 of the All Things Good and Nerdy podcast. We're getting started a little late today because we were laughing way too much in the pre-show. You're laughing a little bit too much over there, I would say. So, joining me today on the show, we've got the usual crowd, with an exception. We've got... What are you, New Yorker, Willie? Is that what you're supposed to be? No, I'm Darkman over here. You're what now? He's the I'm the Darkman. <laughs> exactly, the Darkman. <laughs> Sorry, uh, that's the, the only time I will hit the fart button here. If you missed our pre-show today, you would understand why the farts are so funny today. You'll live in a better life if you missed it, is all I gotta say. We learned that Willie doesn't think fart humor is very funny. He thinks it's too too lowbrow, too easy. So send him over your fart jokes. Therefore, we proved him wrong by repeatedly farting. By hitting the fart button repeatedly My in the pre-show. Is that it's not funny because it's farting. It's because you're laughing at me because I don't like it and you're doing something I don't like. That's what I'm going to say. This accent's going to get old really fast, isn't it? Yeah, really fast. It probably is. Let's see if I can do the whole episode just like a certain reverend did it. Uh, uh, Chris, anytime you want to just mute him, that's fine. Uh, I'm considering it right now. So, uh, yeah, welcome everyone to this latest episode of the podcast. I completely lost my train of thought because we started talking about funny fart jokes again. That's how this 291. <laughs> funny is quite objectiveful. <clears throat> what? What Did you just say objectiful? Objectiful? What is objectiful? Yes, Do you think don't. I know half the words I say? I don't think so. Okay, Continue that's on. That's Poor favorite. Opinions are objectiful. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Funny is objective. Uh, Willie's uh, opinions are objectiful. <laughs> yeah, just, so there's that, I guess. Is this- Words are day. Words are good today, guys. Words are hard, guys. <laughs> <laughs> that was a weak one, Bachman. <laughs> really, you don't sound like a dock worker. You sound like you're trying to do an over-exaggerated New York accent. It's a Brooklyn accent. There's many different boroughs to the New York. You got to keep it all together, buddy. To the New York. Uh. To the New York, man. Yeah, see now you're going now you're just you're shifting. I never said I was good at this. It's just what I'm doing. Something felt <laughs> like it's on fire. That's well he did say he was gonna make toast. So your toast <laughs> could very well be on fire, Naki. That's true. I hope it's the cat. No, my kitty. Why do you hate my cat? Because <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> just like farts are funny. Farts are really funny. Anyways, how about that local sports team? How about oh Sailor Poland? I think might have nailed it. He said, "Will you sound like a really bad Christopher Walken?" Mm. I'm okay with that because he is kind of like my idol, you know. Can you do the cowbell line for me right now, please? Hold on a second. Let me get in the character here for you just a little bit. Um, 
I'm going to need a bit more cowbell. Okay, never mind. You don't sound like walking anymore. Mm-mm. I never thought I did in the first place, but hey. <laughs> can we can we just put a ban on Willie doing accents at every time or voices? Can we just ban this now? I, I second that motion. Throw the ban hammer down. Well, my normal favor. voice is technically an accent because my regular voice is kind of southern and I kind of killed it and buried it in the backyard of a previous occupancy. So... I don't remember where that is anymore. Chris, uh, you're you're the deciding vote here. I, I vote that we ban them, but we'll also let the peanut gallery chime in too. So guys, feel right, free to place gallery, your votes in save there. Us. <laughs> save us, please. Yeah. You know what? I will abide by the peanut gallery vote. It ain't no problem for this guy. If you want it gone, you let me know. Please make it gone. So really, all you need to do is type no voices in there, and they'll go away, guys. Just do it. We don't mean the voices in your head. We mean no voices from Willie. Well, it, I mean, they've please. already kind of voted on it on there. They already said that, yeah, we could stop. People, they can stop now. <laughs> no vote. Oh, no we vote. Can... <laughs> Wait, is that vote? no vote or a vote no? Oh, no, no, no voices. It's a vote no. Okay. Okay. Although, thank you, Mr. Wagglecrutch. He says it's America. I have my freedom of speech. Thank you very much. Well, that's only one freedom vote. of access is not guaranteed in the Constitution. I want a divorce. You're not married. How are you going to get a divorce? I would say I would second that because no one should be married. Marriage is a unholy sanction of fucking. I don't even know anymore. Where am I going? Yeah, you lost it in mid transact yeah. thought there. Oh, that's that's two votes uh, for no voices. Thank you, low life Otaku. So it is decided. Willie is no longer allowed to do the voice, and on that, I'm gonna need more than two votes for this. There's, there's only three people in the chat room. It is decided. We don't know this for a hundred percent surety. Well, I kind of do, but hey, Willie not allowed to, being allowed to use voices is news. Let's get into some other news. Live from the ATGN studios on uh, the internet, it's the news of the week. Breaking news, uh, Draftsman has also said no more voice. Fine, I'll come up with a different one next week. There you go. You'll come up with a different one next week. And mine morph on the YouTube channel also said no for the voices. So, hey. All right. Go ahead. I do want to say, I do want to say that voice was not of my intention. That was Naki's fault. That, no, no, it's not. <laughs> All was, you looked like a dock worker, and that's what you did. You he just did. totally spun it back on you. I love this. And that's what spurred it, was the dock worker thing. It's like, you know what? Where do dock workers work? A lot of them work in New York, so let's go ahead with this. The but Brooklyn X. I never X. said that. I never said that. All I said was that you look like a dock worker. Naki, you should know by now how my mind works. Why would I know that? I barely know how my own mind works. In mysterious ways. Ugh. I'm just never just I'm just I'm going to quit the show now. Okay, bye. So guys, what we're into now is the news of the week for any of you uh, new viewers or listeners. This is that part of the show where we run down what's in our mind, the most interesting geeky or nerdy news that's come up in the past week. And guys, there's not a ton of new news out this week I noticed. I was struggling to my- find news. 
My news is that Naki quits the All Things Good Nerdy podcast. It's not news. I've quit like every week since you've started. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, you can blame Chris for that. He said I could keep coming back. Mm. I think we all voted that you could, yeah, but voted it, and I have regrets. Regrets? Sorry, Regert. bad commercial. Regrets. Regrets. But I know there's something Naki doesn't have regrets about, and it's this what Netflix cartoon deal? What's that? Oh dang! So Netflix, what? Netflix and DreamWorks signed a cartoon deal, and that's pretty cool. Um, I mean, I don't give a shit about most of these, which is like Boss Baby and Trolls. But the one I do give a shit about is She-Ra, and She-Ra is coming to Netflix. Sorry, He-Man, you're left in the dust. Um, but She-Ra oh, is coming. To Netflix. In all fairness, He-Man's been redone like three times since the '80s. So well, let's just the say new, we new, actually the new He-Man was awesome. We just had an awesome He-Man movie that just came out called Thor Ragnarok. So. <laughs> Fair. Uh, but She-Ra is coming back, and I believe it's with a woman director, too. Um, I don't have all the information in front of me. I'm sorry. I'm also really... so Author and executive producer Noelle Stevenson of Lumberjanes and Nimona. There it is. Noelle Stevenson, uh, uh, she... So Lumberjanes was one of my favorites while I was working at the comic book shop. I also used to follow her on Tumblr um when i did tumblr she was fun to she was fun to read and um so her being in part with the shira uh series is really exciting to me and i really hope that it turns out really well um because fucking love me some shira and would also and i also love her so the two things combined could make some really good things i assume so that was my news. I was like I said, I don't really care about Boss Baby or Trolls, but I'm sure kids would be excited about that. I never. Well, you got to figure Boss Netflix is losing all the Disney shows eventually, so they need more kid content. Yeah. So that does mean they. I don't. Is oh, Vol- they're also doing the epic Tales of Captain Underpants. Oh, I miss that. Yay. Hey, uh, I know my buddy's kid James fucking loves that comic. He loved the movie. I bet he will love the cartoon. So it's all- supposedly a good one for kids. The books are the books are really fun uh, for Captain Underpants. So I don't know what the movie's like because I didn't see the movie, but that would be awesome if they made a TV show because I know my nephew uh, read all the books and I think he saw the movie. So yeah, that'd be cool. Uh, Sailor Poland says only a boss baby loses Alec Baldwin. I didn't realize that he was part of that. Like I said, don't know anything about that movie. I just remember. That YouTube was assaulting me with the commercials of Boss Baby, and I couldn't fucking stand it. I wager yeah, they what, can't afford him for what's wrong with yeah, Baldwin. He was the voice of the Boss Baby, I think, wasn't he? Yes, in yeah, the movie? yeah, he was. Yeah, but what's wrong with Alec Baldwin? He's uh, well, he touched a woman mm-hmm. or yelled at he what? daughter. And... What was that first thing you said? He probably inappropriately touched a woman. Well, Probably, he, but that hasn't come out yet. He's a man in Hollywood, so I'm just guessing. He's <laughs> he's he's got violent tendencies. So he's well, not, I mean, who doesn't? Tom Hanks. Yeah, towards his. Oh, 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 you got me there. You know, I'm still waiting till one day we're gonna find out he is America's serial killer. He's just <sighs> been hiding hookers and. Shallow graves nationwide. No, you stop right now. Don't put that bad <laughs> karma out there. Tom Hanks is an American treasure. If there, Which if he comes he out as being one of no, no, if he's one of those shady assholes in Hollywood, expected. it's your fault now because you put that tempting of fate out there. Who would? Who, no, in the, in no, the, no, obviously, if this happened, 
there would be a movie made about it. Who would play Tom Hanks? Colin Hanks. Colin Hanks. <laughs> no, we're going, no, we're going someone else. Who has already Matt, played a serial Matt killer? Damon. Matt Damon would do it. Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Uh, so, do you know who Matt really Damon is? is a national treasure, you son of a bitch. No, I don't <laughs> think so. but you know who is a national treasure? Fucking Terry Crews. He's a national treasure. I was yeah, going to say the man. Rock. He was inappropriately touched. Terry Crews will also work. Both are. Both Terry are. King, congratulations the Rock is, to the. I'd watch it. Congratulations to the Rock as they announced he has another daughter on the way now. Yeah, he does. Oh, that's big. That's three girls for him, right? Yep. yep. He only. He apparently only has daughters. Yep. Seems like it. Yeah. Uh. All my buddies can only have sons, so it, it, it happens. People get on a streak. <laughs> I don't want to be on a streak of any kind. No babies. No babies. Practice Who's going to have sex. the first show, baby? No show. That's already happened. Yeah. That's Wait, the dude. reason we're missing a host. Yeah. Oh, well, I meant out of us. Oh, out of us? Um, well, not I it. mean, I don't use condoms, but I think my sperm count is really yeah. low, so. I say Naki. It's, nope. It's going to be yeah, Willie. He just said he doesn't use condoms. So, problem uh, solved. He has for having children. Guess what hasn't changed in, you know, 16 <laughs> years. I don't think Willie's swimmers are very smart. So, I'm exactly. betting he's going to have a oops first. I Actually, you know what I'm putting my money on? Years I'm not having children. I'm going to put my money on Bachman. <laughs> Yeah, it was kind of, a, kind of a missing thing there that you three are doing that I'm not. That's kind of necessary for that to happen. Uh, I mean, if I can get it, you can get it. I mean, look at me. Look at this face. <laughs> you are a better looking man than I am. Uh, Anthony, much might be better about, shape. Anthony might be about quality, not quantity. <laughs> uh, I don't know about that. To say? Are you? You, that's not a diss on me. You're dissing every girl I've been with this year. <laughs> that's true. That's not what I meant. So, look that's not what I meant by that. Now. That's not uh, what I meant by that, though. So that just accidentally made me a bitch. But I mean, everybody already kind of knows I'm a bitch anyway. So N- I guess Naki, I was- did you just try and slut shame Willie? I did, but it didn't work out. <gasps> but, but thank you both. I, I appreciate it. <laughs> I like Sailor Poland's uh, line. What does Willie use for burst control? His personality. Put him tissue. Actually, actually, if I can just you know put aside the jokes for a second, that's actually what people find most attractive about me. Use your personality. You are very charming. Thank I think that's why you're still here. I think Willie's probably got some game if you ran into him in a bar. I think Naki's a little drunk. You wouldn't find me at a bar. Charming. <laughs> I mean, when we first met the, up in Chicago, was that not nice and everything? He was very nice. This is an exaggeration. Yeah, well, it's, yeah. I just bet Willie's got some game, that's all. I think you get game. I got no game, so I wouldn't know. Uh, my game came late in my life, that's all I can say. Apparently, the uh, the problem that I had when I was still like single and stuff was that I didn't realize that guys were hitting on me. And I was like, oh, what? Really? Damn, he was hot. Like, that's usually how that went, like, two days later when somebody would be like, why wouldn't you go home with that guy? What? <laughs> he wasn't into me. Well, I like that response. What? <laughs> uh, 
Apparently, Clarence VG Rack's problem is that he's not actually met anyone that listens to nerd rap. Yeah, I think. Uh, I think I'm sorry. Started- when we were in the car together to go to C2E2, I picked a song and he gave me a little nod. <laughs> MC Chris, Adam Warrock, bitches. I think uh, we started dating because he found out that I was a stagehand for MC Front a lot, so I have a uh, I have a uh, signed CD from him and everything. Nice. I like that that new kid I heard, uh, Logic. I've heard good things, but I haven't actually listened. He was on a, a Harmontown episode and did a rap with Dan Harmon. He was really good. Wait, can I? Hold on a second. What's this news of the week on again? Uh, cartoons. Cartoons from DreamWorks on Netflix. Oh, yeah, okay. We just went down a random path. But let's talk about something that Willie does like a lot, because I'll take my news next. Let's talk about PUBG and Xboxes, because I know Willie loves both of them. Those are both Willie's favorite topics. Dang, Chris, how did you know? What is PUBG? Are you trying to say I don't like PUBG? PUBG, I'm looking at no one Battleground. Battlegrounds, or is it Battleground? Is it Battleground right now, because I don't think the second map's out yet. The desert map, I think they called it. Yeah, I don't think that's public out yet. battleground. Player unknown. Public battleground. unknown battleground. Player unknowns. That's right. Yeah. It's a battle mm-hmm. royale game similar to well, it came out before Fortnite battle royale, but Fortnite battle royale is free. But if you guys didn't know, uh, PUBG just hit Xbox One this week. If you have an Xbox One X, it runs in 4K. And in an effort to kind of get more and more gamers playing it, Microsoft will be bundling all new Xbox One Xs with PUBG. From December 17th through December 31st. So if you buy an Xbox One X, you get PUBG for free. So you can go join. I think they said they had a million people playing within the first week of releasing on Xbox. So not bad turnout, but not the same numbers as you see on Steam. Have you played it on Xbox? I have not. I haven't played it at all. I'm going to get it on Xbox eventually, but I have so many games I need to play right now that I have half started. I haven't even bothered. And I keep defaulting back to playing Fortnite Battle Royale and Titanfall 2 right now because I'm weak. And a little side note, since we're talking about gaming, it runs like garbage on Xbox. Yeah. Should, should we be a little bit worried about Anthem? Well, it's an EA game, so I'm already worried. Exactly. Well, it's not, well, technically it's a Bioware game and they're just the publishers, right? Yes. But as being the publishers, they might, you know, strong arm them to do dick moves oh i'm sure there's gonna be microtransactions of some kind put in there it's gonna be very similar to the same kind of crap you've been seeing activision and blizzard do with destiny 2 and destiny 2 has been quite troubled with some of the stuff that's been going on as well that's a game i picked up when it was cheap over the holidays i played and i I shouldn't have bought this game i felt i've been hearing that people are now hitting like paywalls i guess where where you've been playing for where they've been playing for so long and then suddenly they have to uh, can't go any further because now they have to pay for stuff. Right, so I guess what's going on with that when I've done a little bit of reading on it, and it's kind of what turned me off of continuing to play it for a while, is that they put out the first DLC, which is a like Curse of the Osiris or something like that, and it moves the level cap up like another X amount of levels. I can't remember what it is. I apologize. I should have researched a little bit. But it basically makes it so you can't do certain raids and stuff unless you're at the level cap. And since the level cap moved and you can only hit that level cap with the DLC... It basically blocks you from doing some content in-game unless you buy the DLC. So, fans, um, not so happy. That's not the first scandal you've had with uh, Destiny 2. You also had stuff where people who were doing repeat raids actually found out they were getting less experience each time they did it. Yep. Yes. There's a cap on your 
experience. Yes. I have a pancake delivery, but I also have butter and syrup delivered onto me, too. You almost <laughs> hit yourself in the face with a knife, too. I did. A that was cool. Knife. Cake world problems. <laughs> Jesus, Naki. Yeah. Uh, everything's difficult. <laughs> so, uh, the oh, I got pancakes delivered to me. My life's How so terrible. Hard. So, like the chat room was talking about, though, there are some issues with PUBG on the Xbox One right now. Now, bear in mind, it's not the full official release. It's basically in an open beta that you can pay for is basically what it is. So, they have it's had a paid issues. Beta. I'm sorry? Ugh. It's a paid beta. Okay, Ugh. I'll rephrase. It is a paid beta, basically. So there are frame rate issues that have oh. happened and some other issues here and there. I haven't followed a ton of it because I'm afraid if I start watching some of it, I'll want to buy the game sooner. Now, one of the things that is really cool is, if you guys weren't aware, Microsoft owns their own Twitch competitor called Mixer. And we actually stream on Mixer as part of our stuff. They've actually opened a new channel, which is like the Chicken Dinner PUBG channel. Which is basically, it looks to see when the PUBG games are getting down to like 20 players or less or something like that. And basically features those games in that stream. So if you just want to watch like the end of a PUBG round as things are getting tight and as the drama is ratcheting up, you can go and watch that channel. It literally skips between channels as people win the game. So it's kind of cool in that regard. And for some of the people that are playing the game, it's giving them some huge viewer count bumps if they can last till the end of a game. So if That's you're interested in PUBG, go watch one of the streams on Twitch or on Mixer. It's an interesting game, but there's definitely a learning curve for it, much like with Fortnite Battle Royale. And if you don't find a place with weapons to start the game, you're basically fucked. That sounds like not much fun. It's actually really fun, at least the Fortnite version, because like I said, I have not played PUBG yet. It is on my list to get to eventually. And like Lowlife Futaku says in the chat room, PUBG does chug on a PC, so it's no surprise there's issues on the Xbox. Yes, it has issues on both PC and Xbox, and I think they're working on refining it and trying to make it a little bit better. It does run better on the One S and the One X. The OG Xbox One is probably running into a few more issues here and there. Just keep that in mind. The game's only like 20 bucks, I think, 20, 30 bucks, if you decide to get it. And it is... The craze that is sweeping Twitch and Mixer right now. So now you can play it on your console. That's the big takeaway. I just thought it was a cool move by Microsoft to bundle it with new Xbox purchases. Because now, if you look at a lot of the bundles that are out there, you can buy an Xbox One X that comes with a game already. And now they're also giving you a digital copy of PUBG, it looks like. Hmm. Nothing wrong with a free game. As long as you can remove it. Well, I mean, once you own it for free, it's there forever. And here's where I got that 1 million from. It was within the first 48 hours, 1 million players had purchased it on Xbox One. Now, PC wow. is over 20 million in sales, so there's a big difference. Wow. 21 million altogether. Yep. That's that's pretty damn popular. I did the math so you don't have to. Thank you, William. And then on <laughs> December 20th, PUBG's much-anticipated second map called Miramar will be dropping. So... In three days, as we record this, if you're a PUBG player, you can get ready for a new map, which is probably a good thing because everyone knows all the good hidey holes on the current map, I wager. Unless you're That's like always the problem with shooting. The problem that I run into with most of those games is that I don't play on the first day, so therefore I'm already out of the... Oh, no, you don't have to. You don't have to. PUBG and Fortnite aren't like that. There's no leveling up component or anything like that. You basically get dropped in with no weapons, and you find weapons, and you go from there. There's no experience that your character has to gain to be effective. It's not like Destiny or Anthem are going to be where if you don't play from day one and play on a fairly regular basis, you're behind. Mm. Good to know. 
Yeah, so you can. I think it. I think since it's free to play, you don't need uh, PlayStation Plus to actually play it with me, Naki. Oh, good to know. And Waggle Crotch. Hello. And hey, <laughs> you guys could also play Fortnite Battle Royale on Xbox because now you have an Xbox, and we could play together there too. <laughs> I like Low Life Utaku. It's basically a hide and seek simulator. Oh. <laughs> I was good with, at that game. With guns. Actually, oh, I told you how much I love hiding in bushes. Um, no, it's legit. So have, oh, it's a legit way to play that game. It's a legit way. Um, So when we were kids, we were terrible to my younger sister because she was always snitch us out on stuff. So we would tell her we're playing hide and seek. And then tell her, didn't tell her when the game ended. We used to do that to my little cousin. Wow, you guys are dicks. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I, had the cop, I had the cops called on me, and they couldn't even find me in a hide-and-seek game once. Yes! <laughs> you sorry. won that game. <laughs> oh, I won that game like a motherfucker. Now, let's, uh, let me just get this straight here. Like, the cops weren't just looking for you and you are hiding from them. You were literally playing a hide-and-go-seek game, and your parents called. Playing the game of right? hide-and-go-seek. Hid so well, no one could find me. The game was over. Everybody left. I fell asleep. My mom came home from work. My babysitter and nobody knew where I was. They called the cops. The cops searched the house. And then a couple hours later, I woke up and my mom beat my ass. (laughs) And your babysitter was fired. She would have been if there had been an option for another babysitter, but there wasn't. So she just got reprimanded. Oh, see, this is why monopolies are awesome, guys. That's right. <laughs> That's a hit on Disney. It's not even close yeah. to a monopoly. Not yet. They're going to work. It's a start. Willie, what's your news for us this week? You tell me Disney's buying Time Warner. Then I'm going to argue it's a monopoly. Give it a few years. It'll never happen. We'll see. Willie, what you got for us this time around? So my news of the week was it's a little old, but uh, I I wanted to mention last week, but you know my memory is quite shit. So uh, <laughs> quite shit. So I don't want to say this guy's name, just you know, not not because I don't want to promote him or anything, just because I don't want to see him get in trouble for this. I hope I, I hope everything gets a free pass. So this motherfucker was genius level. He was he had a. A controller in his hand, and he was on Twitch playing a game, a UFC game. But it looked a lot like the pay-per-view that was going on at the same time. Oh, wait. It was the pay-per-view going on at the same time that he was pretending he was playing. (laughs) That motherfucker deserves an award for this level of awesomeness. So he Twitch streamed a UFC Mm pay-per-view? Yeah, but, but he was in the corner, like in the bottom corner, like, you know, like, Twitch streamers do act like he was playing. He's like, oh man, I got that hidden. Nice. Fuck, I got I lost, man. Yeah, he was literally holding up a controller like this as he played, played while the fight was on behind him, and he would just sit there ham- hammering buttons, like, oh shit, every once in a while. Oh, I didn't mean to do that. I screwed up. It was pretty damn funny. I'm guessing he's already been sued. I don't know. I didn't look that far into it, but I hope. Come on, Dana White, just give him a free pass for this. Dana's not in charge anymore. Dana sold the company. Oh, that's right. But he still owns a percent of it, if I recall correctly. He's still the president, but he ain't the one sticking lawyers on people. And now the Come very on. large company that just bought UFC 
them fucking sharks will be coming out of the water real quick if somebody streamed a UFC event live on Twitch with their fucking face in the video. How fucking stupid can you be? All he got was yeah, a 24 hour ban, according to Low Life Talker. That's yeah, fantastic. He, that's all he got yeah, from Twitch. That may be what he got from Twitch. That's yeah. not what he's going to get from, uh, I want to say Zufa. It's not Zufa anymore. Zufa was the old company. Whatever, yeah, whatever. the new company is, they're going to own his ass. I mean, come on. He deserves a free pass for this. Like, if the next person decides to do this, yeah, go after them. But this should be a free pass. Like, you, you yeah. got us with this one. That's not how lawyers and corporations think, Willie. They don't find I anything know. funny. That's why I said they should. <laughs> that poor kid's going to be in jail forever. Well, he's not going to be in jail. He's just going to get sued and have no money. He's going to be in debt forever. Yeah, he'll be in debt forever, which is basically jail. But I'm okay well, with that. A lot of us are in that jail. I mean, it, yeah. it was it was a very ballsy move, and the kid's going to be internet famous for doing it for a while, basically. But let's be honest, a year from now, no one's going to remember. It's the short term, oh, that's pretty damn funny, and the internet moves on. Because it's basically yeah, the internet right now. On. His court case will not. Bachman, why you, why you got to be such a party pooper? I'm not. I feel bad for the kid because he did something that he thought was funny, and his ass is going to be in court for the next 10 years. I mean, once again, this, this was a genius level, hilarious move. No, it'd be genius level if he had fucking vid mapped someone else's face on his and put it on someone else's Twitch channel. That would be genius level. And what if he did? We just don't oh. know it. There you well, go. Yeah, if he did that, that's fucking genius level. If he faked a video of somebody else playing it and put it up on someone else's Twitch channel so they can't trade it back to him, then the kid's a motherfucking genius. Well, I'm just trying to give the guy props, and you're shutting me down. I don't know if I appreciate this, but it's what you do. I'm going to let you do it. This I'm is just America. trying to find out whether the freedom of speech. You know what I'm saying? Shut uh, that shit down. Oh, don't I, worry. There'll be more coming when I read the uh, thing. Oh, I don't doubt it. Ugh. Well, I mean, this, to be honest, this is a problem that UFC and many of these other places have seen because I've gone on Twitch before and seen people like live streaming WWE pay per views in a very similar way to how this Twitch thing was handled. Well, they're sitting there holding a controller, occasionally chiming in and stuff like that. That's just that one's a bit harder though because those camera angles don't move for the WWE games. That's true, and they move even terribly if you're playing on the Switch. Well, yeah, but that's dumb. also true. So I guess uh, how he was also able to be a bit more successful is there was a big event going on with the new UFC 3 game, be it a beta or something like that. So there were a lot of UFC streams going at the same time. So that's probably what helped it not get seen near as quickly. Is that, Did he make it all the way through the pay-per-view still streaming? It says I he followed he up the pay-per-view stream with one where he played Fortnite but discussed his viral fame. So evidently he was up the entire time. Wow. So, just for me, you get kudos. So, <laughs> thank you so much, sir, for making me laugh very, very hard. I can't find any current news as to what happened to him aside for a 24-hour ban, though. And that's the way it should be. Well, yeah, because nothing's going to happen until the mail arrives. And it's all the, the cease and desist and the we're going to take your ass to court letters start showing up that he has to sign for. There's no guarantee they're going to take him to court. They could just say, hey, never again, because... It's publicity for him. I mean, so who knows? You're funny. They do get publicity <laughs> out of it, though. <laughs> and it's not like a lot of people could afford some of those UFC things. So, I mean, that meant more eyes were on it. Yeah, the UFC has no sense of humor. They have no sense of humor about anything. Yeah, that's true. 
Just like you. Nah. All right, let's move on with the news. Let's go on to our next news story then, because I know Anthony Willie's got to leave. And Willie, if you got to leave, just drop off and I'll take the. Oh, you want that to happen, don't you? You want that to happen. You smug son of a bitch. (laughs) Do you really want to keep going on this? Do you really? I already know there's a fart button coming up. Do it, Chris. (laughs) Do it. Do it. Do it. it. All right, let's go on with the news. You did it. Let's go. All right. Sorry, oh. listeners, that was to punish Willie for his insolence. He had to have a fart button. My insolence. <laughs> Your insolence. Insolence. Poor Willie, now he thinks he's diabetic. <laughs> so, hey, oh, Anthony, wrap up our news. What have you got for us? Wait, who? Anthony, you. wrap up your me, news. Me. I got Patreon. Uh, there is good news and bad news. We uh, have this- a Patreon? No, but we we might. Um, We should someday <laughs> Does anybody know who Natalie Dawn is? No. That's a negative guest writer. She is a singer-songwriter who's done a bunch of really cool covers. She had a boyfriend a couple of years ago named Jack Conte. Um, Basically, while they were trying to figure out basically how to get paid to make music, he invented a website called Patreon. So they together also do a music group called Pomplamoose, which is the French word for grapefruit. Yep. And yeah. Pomplamoose. They do they do awesome songs, great covers, and basically he he pretty much came up with Patreon as a way for them to get paid to make music. And so now she makes, you know, a couple grand a month and he runs Patreon. Well, uh what was it, a week ago? When was the original one done? They put out an update that they were going to change the way the the fees were done on Patreon. So on their blog, on the original post, the idea was before on a Patreon pledge bar, they had the creators take home 85 to 93%, transaction fee of 2 to 10%, and a Patreon fee of 5%. And they were going to change it to where on starting December 18th, the new Patreon pledge would be creators take home 95%, the Patreon fee is 5%, and then a service fee of 2.9% plus a flat fee of $0.35. Cents. So all in all, the idea was for the creators to take home more money. The problem was was that this fee hit the the one and two dollar levels way too hard. A whole bunch of people flipped out, and basically by trying to fix a problem, they were going to end up making it worse. And the uh, the flat fee was just going to kill everybody that was doing multiple one dollar pledges. And the other problem was that they weren't giving the patrons who run their own sites the option of like basically eating the fee. So if you instead of if you pledge a dollar. That dollar would now become like a dollar thirty-seven every month or every whatever that you're pledging for, and so you add up five, six of those, like it gets ridiculous. And so you know, on the higher level tiers, it wasn't a big problem, but it was the lower level tiers that it really adversely affected. And so the internet, you know, went nuts. And Jack Conte did the smart thing, and they looked at everything and said, you know what, the actual Patreon blog post is: we messed up, we're sorry, and we're not ruling out the fees change. And so Jack Conte wrote uh, a blog post to the creators and patrons saying that the new payment system disproportionately impacted $1 to $2 patrons. We have to build a better system for them. Aggregation is high valued, and we understand that. And fundamentally, creators should own the business decisions with their fans, not Patreon. We overstepped our bounds and injected ourselves into that relationship against our core belief as a business. Uh, yeah, what was it? Yeah, I spent hours and hours on the phone with creators, and so as the Patreon team, your feedback has been crystal clear. 
So I, I love it. They, basically, they made a business decision of something that they thought was going to help people. They got massive negative feedback. And as a business, they said, you know what? No, we're not doing it. We made a mistake. And one of the guys in uh, was it the Verge article, uh, Jeff Jacques, actually put up on his Twitter, just got off the phone with Jack at Patreon. Productive conversation. We'll debrief in detail later. But the quotable line from him was, and this is a quote from Jack Conte, we absolutely fucked up that rollout. I love the fact that this is a guy running what has become a gigantic business. They took massive, massive negative feedback and they said, you know what? We're not doing it. We'll figure out. We still have fee problems that we need to fix, but we will look at it a different way and try to figure out some a better way to fix these problems before moving forward. And they totally canceled the plans for doing the, the fee changes which is just awesome. The problem is all the creators that got screwed in the short term because there's a lot of creators that you can actually see your activity on Patreon yeah. for when people add or move and any reason why they do. And there were a few different folks that use Patreon that had a lot of smaller donors because these fee charges really impacted the smaller donor more. Like if I'm giving you a dollar, that's going to hurt me a lot more because my dollar is now a dollar 37 for every thing I'm giving a dollar to, for instance. So there are a lot of people that were showing the pages and pages of people saying, yeah, I'm leaving because this Patreon thing's ridiculous. I can't keep affording. I'm not giving a huge amount of support, but I'm doing what I can. But now they've basically added another 37% on top of what I'm paying you. And I can't do this. So it was hurting a lot of people that are thriving with those uh, smaller patrons. And I don't know whether all of those guys will come back or not because at this point they've been burned a little bit. So the real question you have is what is the recovery going to be like? And yes, it's great Patreon backed off, but they really had no choice because you go and look at some of the big groups out there. They're like, whoa, I'm losing money hand over fist. They're like, I'm trying to explore other ways you guys can support me, be it a, a PayPal donate button or using other services outside of Patreon. The writing was on the wall here that if they didn't step back from where they were, as soon as people found another alternative, they were going to leave because yeah. their patrons new were the ones that were taking the brunt of this. And and yes, this move by Patreon would have given the uh, patron the Patreon folks more money, as in both the company and also the people that have put up the project would make a little bit more out of that. But one thing you have to consider is when these guys built their tiers for their different levels, they're already accounting for a lot of those uh, percentages if they're smart. They should know, okay, my dollar tier means I'm really only going to get like 86 cents or whatever out of it. And they know that going in there because that keeps it simple for the users. You make it tough on the users and you add cost to the users, people drop off. So Patreon did what they had to, but I don't think it's because they wanted to. I think it's because they had no choice to. Well, you could say they really fine broed this up. Yeah. Or I guess technically, since they kind of retracted, and I think they were better off for it, like nowhere near as fucked yeah, as those can... brothers are. Well, they're... so Patreon is also getting a lot of um, YouTube people now because YouTube, mm. with the adpocalypse and everything, lost oh, a lot yeah. of creators. And um, well, they didn't lose their creators, but creators lost a lot of money doing it. Um, so I I followed a lot of the the YouTubers that were talking about the Patreon. Uh, update and you know how much they were gonna lose like they were like well now what like i had to move from youtube to patreon to rely on money and now i can't rely on patreon so now what you know and that was kind of it was kind of disappointing to see but i'm glad that they did back off um they really didn't now, have to 
Now, saying uh, they how they fine burned it up, I'm gonna say I'm gonna retract that immediately, and say they kind of Netflixed it. If you remember back when Netflix kind of fucked up, Quickster, Quickster, yep. And they go, whoa, 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 we, we, we're not gonna, we're just not gonna do this anymore. All right, guys, that's what's on now. Seeing businesses because there's the you know upper management like their job is to basically prove why they still need a job so they have to keep thinking of things to change that's why fucking Facebook won't stay the same that's why Instagram keeps fucking with their algorithm all these companies have to everybody that's working there has to prove they deserve a job so they have to keep thinking of new shit and yeah sometimes you know they come with great ideas and sometimes they come with awful ideas but sometimes they implement those awful ideas and just go eh and I you know I'd much rather see a company that you know will flat out publicly say hey we fucked up. We need to rethink this and do a do a better do it a better way, and like Chris said, you know, the, it did you know it hurt some uh, some a lot of creators, and they had people drop off, and you know, hopefully those most of those will come back. And there was also there were actual creators that dropped Patreon and just said, okay, I'm going to figure out something else to do. And uh, a lot of those people, there is now an alternative. It's not fully publicly accessible yet, but Kickstarter is starting its own Patreon, which is unfortunately named Drip. But yeah, that's <laughs> from what from what I've heard, it's basically it's taking the Patreon model, wrapping it around the the financial structure of Kickstarter, which is already rock solid because it's backed by Amazon, and you know creating the same type of a monthly payment system. And so, besides the unfortunate name, the odds are Drip will run great because it's Kickstarter. <laughs> Willie loves it. But yeah, I mean they're great. There is there is an alternative, but it's not. It's it's still uh it's in, it's invite only right now. The way uh, uh, Gmail was when it first started, so there's very few creators on it. But it is you know it's coming, and so pretty soon there will be other alternatives to Patreon, and so yeah, this is the type of the it's the time where they can't make a huge mistake that costs them a bunch of creators because there's going to be alternatives for creators to go elsewhere. Patreon won't be a monopoly anymore. Right. So the real question is, Patreon obviously wants to revisit the fee issue at some point. They backed off for now. The question is, how do they go about revisiting it in the future? Whereas it didn't seem like they consulted as many creators as they should have before they did this. There were a lot of creators that came out and went, wait, what the hell is this you guys just dropped on me? I think they're going to have to be a little more smart about it and find a way to make it so that if I'm a smaller contributor, it doesn't impact me far more because that that was the big thing is there's a lot of people who are giving like one or two dollars each to some of these guys and then the fees add up and it's ridiculous. So I'm real curious to see where they go with it going forward. And like like you said, I'll sort of agree on the kudos to them for backing off. I think they backed off because they really had no choice. But they, mm, they did if you wanted to be a up. dick they could have doubled down and just said, hey, we're going to run with this and fuck you if you don't like it. They, that site makes enough money. They could lose the people they were going to lose and just be fine. Well, like, I mean, they wouldn't be broke. <laughs> the, the way it was going to set up is it made it seem, whether it was their intent or not, that they didn't care about the smaller folks on there. The folks yeah. that might only be pulling in, say, 50 or 60 bucks a month on Patreon from people that are given like 50 cents, a quarter, a buck, <laughs> stuff like that. That's where... It didn't seem like they cared as much. And I can see from their side where that's more problematic when it comes to credit card transaction fees because those add up. Yeah. Yeah. And there's also so I do a lot of in my in my daily work, I do a lot of credit card disputing. Um and if people are disputing left and right these their charges to their account, that costs money. That costs a lot of money. So they're probably they're and I'm gonna guess because I mean I work for a non for profit and we get 
disputes left and right. Um, so I'm assuming for a company like Patreon that they're going to get disputes even more so. Um, oh, yeah. You so, get charged a monthly fee and then what you receive you don't think is worth what you paid. There's probably people disputing all the time. Yeah, so I can only imagine how much money they're spending in just dispute agreements. Um, so <clears throat> I, I, I get why they why they did the fee rollout. Um, I don't agree that that's the correct way to do it. If they were going to do something like that, they should probably just say, hey, the minimum that you can donate now is $2 and we're going to take this much from that $2, you know, something like that. Not, you know, hey, we're going to add on an extra service fee on top of it. Yeah, because I know a lot of the, I think all five of the artists that I was backing, all but one of them had a $1 level just for people to give them a, a buck a month to say, hey, I like your art. And that's really all it was is you got access to their Patreon blog, which was usually behind the scenes artwork stuff. And I mean, I've thought about doing a Patreon uh, uh, blog for my artwork. So, I mean, yeah, like fees like this would be insane for someone that's just starting or doesn't have a huge audience. But yeah, I mean, it, it's something to where, you know, I think if, you know, they send out surveys, let the creators, you know, speak on the issue and then figure out a way to where, I mean, I would hope, because I think once you set up your Patreon, I don't know how locked the levels are. I and I wonder if change it, them on the fly was my understanding, but or add I new see, ones. I wonder if it's something where they could change it to where the creators are then allowed to say, okay, on the one, two dollar, and five dollar levels, I'll eat the fee, and like ten dollars and up, we'll just add it on to the people that are paying the larger amounts. Yeah, I think you know, that's they, what they're going to have to figure out. Yeah, I think yeah, it's it's another way. Yeah, they have to give the the creators more options, which seems to be what Jack Conte's pointing towards is that they you know they kind of said, hey, we're slapping this fee on. And then everybody went, wait, what the fuck? Like, this is supposed to be my thing that I run through you guys, but it's supposed to be my thing as a creator, which, you know, as a guy who's married to a creator on Patreon, like, he should kind of understand that a little better. And, yeah, I, I think, you know, it just it, it took a minute. Speak, so. well, not what I heard about it, they I've did not. Lawyers coming in and being like, you need to charge these fees. And they're like, oh, okay. Or accountant yeah. or whatever. Probably. The big thing I hear about is they didn't. They did not ask any creator what their input on it. They just said, "We're just doing this." Yeah, which is not good if you know, you're running a website based on creators making content for you. But hey, feel don't, free to back us. Patreon.com. No, I'm just kidding. We don't have one. Don't, don't be YouTube Jack. Fucking, we, we do. We should though. We should charge we should. for our pre-show and post-show. It's one of the things I've thought about doing. I just don't know what kind of interest there would be. Is doing a Patreon and putting like not high levels but for the easiest level it gives you the pre and post show after the fact if you watch live you still get it and all that but after the fact it would be available uh, we but, can throw in a monthly ad read yeah so I don't know I mean if we start getting some sponsors I, I can do that <laughs> let's We're start gonna... working on getting sponsors sponsors yeah we don't have <laughs> enough subscribers for that I'm saying if you do a Patreon <laughs> I've you don't... tried with Dr. Pepper you know the DP Pepsi, Coke, come on. <laughs> really, no sponsors here. God damn it. Uh, Draftsman says he'll donate at the one to two dollar a month for Willie to actually get comedy lessons. <laughs> Isn't it funnier that I don't, though? <laughs> I think it's funnier that Draftsman thinks that we can afford those lessons for one to two dollar a month. Well, we it's didn't gonna, say it was a good comedy coach. It's going to cost a lot more than that to make Willie funny, Draftsman. I'm just saying, we're going to have to get a lot of people pledging that $1 to $2. Ah, there we go. Do we get to choose the voice Willie uses in an ad? You goddamn right you do. <laughs> there we go. $30 a month, 
you get an ad read for anything you want. $50 a month, you get the ad read for anything you want, and you get to choose which voice Willie does it in. And God while we're it. dreaming, I'd like a pony. Whoa! Let's just whoa. shoot for unreasonable expectations right here. Fifty dollars a month. Who's gonna pay that for us? Motherfuckers do it on comedy film nerds, and their ad reads are ridiculous. Yeah, I'm sure they get more <laughs> subscribers than we do. Only a couple. Oh yeah. Man, everyone has loot crate. Loot crate. Come on, just help us out here. <laughs> you do everybody. Throw us a bone here. You just start talking about every company that's ever backed a podcast. There you go. So, guys, that is going to wrap up our news of the week. But before we start wrapping up the show, this is the part of the show we like to remind folks that the All Things Good and Nerdy podcast is, in fact, part of a network of shows that you can find over at GunnaGeek.com. There's 20-plus different shows on the network that cover shows of a variety of topics. We've got some that are specific as, hey, let's talk about the television program Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Or, hey, let's talk about geek culture in general. Or... Let's talk about Magic the Gathering. All sorts of different topics that we really encourage you guys to go check out some of the great stuff on the network. Mm-hmm. But each week we try to highlight one other show on the network, give you a taste about what they're all about, and say, hey, go check that out. And Willie, what show are we talking about this week? Well, first of all, I want to say this is the part of the show where Naki and probably Bachman mutes me. On, uh, so get ready for that. No, I mute myself. So you can talk to you, so you can talk without me interrupting you. Oh, no, I mean like because you don't want to hear this. Because yeah, this I'm week I'm talking about the Pop X cast, episode 67, y'all. Stranger Things 2, series review, and more. From too many 80s pop culture references to count, and superior acting skills from seasoned film veterans like Sean Astin, my man Paul Reiser, and Rinona Ryder, Stranger Things 2 delivers on so many levels. Fans of it will love each season in their own respective ways. Team Pop X dives into all things good and nerdy with candid moments, Easter eggs, and more. Part of the reason why I'm doing this voice is because I'm hoping uh, Beekman's World also comes back. Thank you very much. Back to you, Chris. Oh, Willie, Willie, Willie. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. <laughs> Beekman's World was awesome. Did Pockpex Casks uh, promote us in their ad read? I don't know. Well, they did say all things good and nerdy, so I'm going to go with yes. Yeah, we'll Sounds like it. Uh, Sailor Poland says he will pay Willie a, d- a dollar for Willie to not do a voice. There we <laughs> that go. That dollar has to come directly to me because I need some gas money to get to, to and fro work. Thank you. New York is very far away. Different pledge levels to stop Willie from doing things. <laughs> Uh, the dollar will actually keep you from showing from Willie showing his dick. Yeah, Does that mean I gotta start showing my dick in the first place to get people to make it <laughs> not never happen? happen. <laughs> You're gonna go with it. Two dollars. Two dollars makes him stop doing voices. Three dollars. Don't worry. Don't worry. Next week it'll be just a teaser with a speedo, and I'll be like, "Hey, if you don't want this to happen, it'll be a dollar." No, not voices, Naki, voice. You got to separate it to each different pledge level. That way we get more money. That's why I'm saying like $2 is for no voice. $3, we just kick Willie off the podcast. There you go. No, I'm talking $3. Two, <laughs> two bucks, no more dock worker. Three bucks, no more Reverend Willie. And every time he comes up with a new voice, we add another dollar level. <laughs> I'm a fan of this already. I'm going to say that. <laughs> Thank you so much for being a genius level IQ there, buddy. 
let's keep this going. So I do know we need to start wrapping things up, and I know Willie need to leave like 15 minutes ago. So as we wrap things up, well, we, unless we do a little bit called <laughs> What I'm Into. It's our chance to share with you guys just what kind of geeky and nerdy things we've been getting into so that maybe, just maybe, you'll want to check them out yourselves. So, Willie, if you want to let us know what you've been getting into real quick before you sign off, the table is yours. First thing I want to say is I tricked all y'all. This is not a beard. This is my goatee. Ha ha, you got fooled this episode. My bad. I'm sorry if I tricked you too much. I don't think anybody was fooled. No. There might have been a person <laughs> or two fooled. We don't know because people don't always watch live. They might watch later and say, hmm, that motherfucker Willie. He's, he, he's, he kind of fooled me. I think the sentence ends just right there. They just watch live and go, that motherfucker Willie. <laughs> yeah, that's that that you know that's fair <laughs> what i've been getting into uh well today what i gotta leave for early is because we're i gotta get up with some friends because we're doing an all-day board game all fucking day it's gonna be a couple hours long what do you guys Wait, i thought playing? you had to leave important that is important jesus christ <laughs> We're playing a, the, a Game of Thrones board game, and it's going to take a long while. I've never played it before. I don't even know the rules. They did send me a link to it. I'm sorry, y'all. I didn't read it. What am I kidding? You're not listening to this. <laughs> and don't worry. Your friends know you can't read. Tens of us. Why Fives are you guys so hateful to me? <laughs> hateful. It's not just you. I'm hateful to everyone. It's not just you. You're not special. I think I'm very special, but oh, yeah. Um <laughs> Tuesday, I did get the Gang Beast uh, game that I've been waiting forever for. If you want to know anything about this, I would say watch the Game Grumps thing on it. They did it years ago. Mm-hmm. And it finally, finally had an official release. Uh, Tuesday. That took- uh, they need to fix the servers. Big time. There's big problems with it. Like uh, There is no bots. There's only bots what? if you play wave mode. And that's when you have at least at the very first wave, two people, two uh, computer controlled opponents coming at you. Uh, and then if you get those, then three. And it's like, why can't you just have multiple bots? Yeah, there's no bots. It's fucking weird. So you either have option of playing couch co-op or, or not co-op because couch competitive or online and the online's fucked. You try and do it, and it says unable to connect, blah, blah, blah. Please, guys, get onto that. I think your team meat or something. I can't remember the exact. Team sausage. Something meat related. Is it Super uh, Meat Boy? No, 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 not at all. Fuck that game. Fuck that (laughs) horrid fucking game. I'm I'm kidding. It's an awesome platformer, but it's it's too much for me. So I'm in the who, but who doesn't play that game for five minutes and you will too? Oh, I know. That's why I don't play it. Um, other than that, I did buy some more movies. I got Kingsman, the Golden Circle, Wonder Woman, which I still need to watch. I haven't watched it yet. And uh, now you see me because I never seen that either. And it seemed like an all right movie. It's fun. It was it was like four bucks. So <laughs> you might have overpaid. Nah. <laughs> and um, there was an empty spot, and I was like, "God damn it! This would have been an instant buy if they just had it in stock." They had a bunch of 3D movies in right there, and The Adventures of Tintin. I would have fucking had that. Would have been an instant buy because that movie is fucking amazing. If you haven't really? seen it, watch. Yes, 
great movie. Huh. It's did not big. pick that as a great movie. Oh, it is great. I first heard about it from a Legends podcast a bunch of years ago. Isn't it Spielberg? Yeah, Spielberg. You also got uh, Andy Serkis in there doing some mocap action and voice. Uh, I forget who hmm. does Tintin, though. Cannot remember off the top of my head, but it it's Simon Pegg? No, no, Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. They're the two cops, buddy cops. Okay, I, j- I knew he was in it. Yeah, yeah, both of them are in it. And um, Oh, I also did see an awesome movie called Unfinished Business. Well, Vince Vaughn movie it came out, I think, like last year or two years ago. We also has uh, Franco, the lesser Franco, Dave Franco. I mean, no offense. <laughs> I mean, you're still a great actor, but you are you are the lesser Franco. Let's just uh, call it as it is. I hope it doesn't actually say that on his resume. That'd be kind of sad. I mean, I'm I sorry. The lesser but Franco. <laughs> but in that movie, I will say Nick Frost is in it, and you find out he has a gigantic dick. Oh, my God, you see it. Whether or not that is his real dick, I don't know. But gigantic. Holy shit. We're talking, we're talking, uh, what's that fucking douchebag's name? Um, Why are we talking about the size of some dude's dick? What's that singer no one likes? Oh, yeah. Justin Bieber. Bieber. Let's talk about Justin Bieber's size dick here. Why do you know what Justin Bieber's dick looks like? Yeah. It said it came out, and I was like, I had to Google it to know. I was like, holy shit, that motherfucker has a big ass dick. So you went to go look at Justin Bieber's dick. I googled it and said, that's a big dick. And I went on with my day. I kind of wanted to put that as the name of the title of the show, where it's just Willie Googles Justin Bieber's dick. <laughs> I'm okay with it. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, Unfinished Business is a great movie, too. Um, other than that, I will get going and let you guys talk Star Wars and what you're into and whatever. And hopefully by next week, I will have seen Star Wars, maybe possibly. I don't know. <laughs> I do love Lowe. Thank you, Lowe. I took Otaku. That's the new title right there. Boom. Willie seeking Willie. That's okay. You goddamn that right. Title this week. And uh, Avita Zine. Goodbye, everybody. There's more to the song. I don't remember it, but uh, bye. Bye, bye. Willie. So uh, now that Willie's gone, we don't have to worry about weird accents popping in there and uh, confusing Yay. us or putting the fear of God into us. Uh, we'll continue with what I'm into, and we can talk super, super quick on Star Wars, potentially, time permitting. But we'll probably just cover it in the next show like we normally do. I'll go next with what I've been getting into. I was sick most of last week, so I spent time watching dumb TV when I was not asleep on my couch. So Comedy Central, during the day, I found out, runs giant blocks of Scrubs and that 70s show. So I've been watching giant blocks what? of Scrubs and that 70s show. <laughs> Uh, on top of that, been playing some video games, been playing more of Wolfenstein 2. I'd set it down for a while. I've been playing it again, and it's pretty fun. Also, Titanfall 2. It's my go-to game for fun because the Frontier Defense Mode is one of my favorite cooperative game elements they've had. They had it in the original Titanfall. It was slightly different, but I really like it because you basically team up with three other players to do your own horde mode, and you get to have a giant robot you drive around and blow things up and you can always jump out of said robot and leave it to guard things and go blow things up with your own guns it's a pretty fun game uh other stuff i got into saw star wars in theaters thursday night and then yesterday afternoon the disaster artist was playing in town so we went to go see the disaster artist which is the movie about tommy wiseau's movie the room pretty good movie i'd never seen the room so that was my experiment going in to see whether someone could watch the disaster artist without having seen the room and enjoy it 
And I did, and it had both the Franco brothers in it, so it was kind of entertaining that Willie was talking about in his mind the lesser Franco. Well, and from what I've heard on a lot of movie podcasts is that if you watch The Disaster Artist, you've basically seen 20 minutes of the room. Yes. Because there's shot-for-shot, scene-for-scene sets that they did where it's exact duplicates of the movie. It it was a pretty good movie. I enjoyed it. I don't want to go see The Room because it looks absolutely terrible, but... Yeah. Uh, the girlfriend loves the room because it's so terrible. And I was like, I, I don't want to watch a terrible movie. I'm sorry. I don't do that to myself. But that's what I've been getting into. Uh, Anthony, what do you mean getting into? Uh, no good deed get, goes unpunished. After uh, donating plasma on Friday, no, Thursday in sub-zero temperatures, I decided to help a lady push her car to the gas station, which then like made my lungs freeze and i felt like i was having a heart attack and i've been coughing up lung butter ever since so yay hooray for I, asthma I, yeah. still feel like crap. I hope that lady was happy <laughs> <laughs> you're you're a gentleman and a scholar sir uh, i almost died for it would not have been worth it um let's see watched a couple movies did some drawing i uh, went and saw a little independent film called star wars I, I put it as my, my number one pick for the Fantasy Movie League. So right now I've got a $4 million lead going in. didn't get as their number one? Uh, we had one person that didn't. It was uh, MovieZone4000 tried to go with six Ferdinands, hoping that six Ferdinands with the family film might counterbalance it. it. I see the it logic is John, there. It is yeah. John Cena <clears throat> as a bull. So. Yeah. Yeah, it just it it did not do well in the counter programming. So their 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 theater for the weekend right now is estimated at eighty one million. Everybody else put Star Wars as their first pick. Um, we had what one Sunday, a couple of Saturdays, and three of us picked uh, Friday because to do Friday it cost like eight hundred of the movie dollars. So it was basically just that was be the one big movie you get, and then you had to try to fill the rest of your screens. And yeah, it ended up being uh, everybody else chose two disaster artists. Uh, one ladybird and then uh, a bunch of shape of water. I actually went with a disaster artist, Justice League, Thor, Murder on the Order Express, Ladybird, Shape of Water, and the three billboards. Doing one of each, I actually ended up I'm four million above everybody else right now. So just because it was one a little here, a little there, a little bit of every movie I could get. I do really need want to see uh Shape of Water. The Shape of the Water. The Abe Sapien really origin story that can't yeah. be called an Abe Sapien origin story. Yeah, well, I mean, it is still Del Toro, so. Yeah, what I really want to know is how the fuck is Doug Jones not getting nominated for Best Actor? Because all these other actors, it's supposed to be acting skill, and he does all of his acting under a fucking shit ton of prosthetics and water tanks. Like, this dude has acted his ass off for so long, like, he deserves an Oscar. Like, it's ridiculous that he's not getting nominated. He's so good. I like him so much. He's, He's the world's best fish person. I said he's this generation's Lon Chaney. He is Goddamn talented. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was it? Oh, oh uh, the StarCraft 2 went uh, free to play, so I downloaded that because I had never actually played StarCraft 2, and I have this nice new kick-ass computer, so it was really fun to actually like go through the tutorials and start playing a couple of campaign missions. I don't think I would ever go on and like battle 12-year-old Korean kids on the battle net because they would just destroy me, but... Playing against the computer on casual is kind of fun because I'm not very good at real-time strategies. But if I'm playing on casual and I'm not playing against people, I'm okay. And then, yeah, I got another uh, another Kickstarter sent out 
So the, the list is getting shorter and shorter. I don't know if I'll have them all done by the end of the year, which, you know. Dang it. Yeah. There, there's just so many. <laughs> but I'm trying. I'm trying. And then, yeah, all, all the crazy news this week. But, yeah, uh, Last Jedi was fun. I enjoyed it. Yeah, Last Jedi uh, was not too bad. So, Nakia, wrap it up for us. What are you getting into? So, so Star Wars, we went and saw Thursday night and I saw again yesterday. Um, I don't know if it clouded my judgment that I was hangry and tired when I saw it on Thursday. But I definitely enjoyed it more the second time around. Um <laughs> Like, I, I enjoyed it, but I didn't enjoy it the first time. I did enjoy it, but I also didn't enjoy it. And then the second time, I was like, okay, I like this. Like, it's fine. It just took me a little bit because um, it's just a lot of information. Um, but no spoilers. That's Oh, and I cried every time the general was on screen. Both times. As you do. Um, other than that, uh, I fell into a Doki Doki Literature Club hole. Um, if you have not heard of this game, it... <laughs> Starts off as like a dating sim and then rapidly changes uh, from there. Um, and uh, I'm not going to give it away if you've never heard of it or played it. It is free. You can download it off of Steam for free. Um, it, it does get very weird and it does get a little, little murdery. Um, <laughs> a little murdery? A little murdery. Uh but I highly recommend it if you like weird things like that. Um, there's also been a bunch of game theories on it and things like that, uh, which if you know me at all, you know that I love theories. I love game theory. That channel is one of my favorites. Um, and his film theories and all that stuff. Like Matt Pat does all these awesome theory things that I love. Um, so fell into that hole where I watched all of GT Live play it and then... Game Grumps have been playing it, and then I watched the theories on it. Although Game Grumps is taking fucking forever to play it. So if you're wanting to see all the weird shit that happens, they're not there yet. They're fucking taking forever. It's driving me nuts. So just go watch GT Live and then go back and watch the Grumps later. Um, other than that, uh, I've been knitting, if you can't tell. Uh, we saw Star Wars twice uh, today. Uh, is Lady Date Day. We are going to watch uh, some terrible K-pop stuff and uh, probably do some terrible dancing to Just Dance. It's Terrific Lady Day, right? Yes. Terrific Lady Date. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> uh, that's, that is just a thing that uh, my friends and I do because we just sometimes need to get away from the boyfriends. Not that we don't love them, but you know. Wait, then that's not Terrific Lady Day. Why? Because Terrific Lady Day is when Ruxin took her on Terrific Lady Day and did all the lady things. Oh, and no. his love by suffering. <laughs> no, that this was is, Terrific this Lady is ladies Day. doing lady things. Yeah, no. Her. Terrific Lady Day would be Waggle Crotch taking you to do all the stuff you want to do, and he has to suffer all day to prove his love. That is I, Terrific Lady Day. I feel like that's any time I take him out of the house. Okay, so, so yeah. You, you do that more often, then. <laughs> we, uh... Uh, we do a lot of the same things anyways, so it don't really matter. But, you know. <laughs> anyways. Um, yeah, that's that's what I got. It's I. If you guys are, are wondering for uh, Star Wars, um, 
I definitely recommend a second viewing if you if you were just kind of meh on it the first time. The second viewing did help. Um, I feel like there's just so inf- so much information that's thrown at you, and um, yeah, yeah, that's all I'll say. We're not going spoiler. Yeah, don't necessarily believe the fan stuff on Rotten Tomatoes because there's a lot of angry fanboys, and I won't get into why because you need to see the movie to understand it. That are just pissing all over it, and while I think there are some flaws with the movie. I also sort of understand why some fans might be upset. I don't think it's fair to crap all over the movie. I need to see it a second time, I still think, so that I can fully digest it. I want to see it a second time. I think a lot of people are just upset that Ryan Johnson kind of made a Ryan Johnson film. Like, this doesn't feel like J.J. Abrams. It doesn't feel like George Lucas. I don't like J.J. Abrams movies most times. I mean, whether you like Ryan Johnson or not, like, this is a different type of film. It has a different feel to it. And especially by the, with all the changes at the end, you know, not saying anything that actually happened, by the, the status quo at the beginning of the film versus the status quo at the end of the film, there are massive changes to an epic storyline that most of us have been following our entire lives. So, like, a lot of those changes, some people are having trouble fucking dealing with. And it is gorgeously shot. Like the cinematography in it is just gorgeous. Yeah. 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 It is Zack Snyder pretty. Like the, I always said Zack Snyder should be a cinematographer, not a director. Ryan Johnson put together some Zack Snyder pretty fucking scenes. Yeah, the, the Salt Flats attack, that was even more gorgeous on the big screen than I thought it would be seeing the previews. Yeah, so see it for yourself and then make a decision. Don't rely on the fact that there's a lot of vocally angry people on the internet because it didn't meet with what their expectations were and i think part of that is because people made so many fan theories and overhyped things like oh maybe this is where snoke is from and this is who's ray's parents are and she's gonna be a kenobi or she's gonna be part of batman's family or some ridiculousness like that <laughs> and and when it all didn't shape up the way they gonna expected, be a wayne yeah i, I mean i was I, trying I mean, go ahead that would have been awesome ray wayne yeah <laughs> I think I think you also have to remember that the hype train is real and if people start going off on how terrible it was without giving like solid reasoning as to why they're why it's terrible, just look at them straight in the eye and be like, So what would you have done? Tell me. Plus, yeah, tell- it's the thing, yeah. If someone likes something they tell one person if they if they decide they hate something, they tell ten people. So yeah, People are always more to push negative, which is sad because, yeah, there's great fun stuff in this film. And, yeah, there there are some answers. We get answers to questions that The Force Awakens give us questions, and we get some answers. Whether you like them or not, they're fucking answers. And you get actual answers to shit in the storyline, which is great. Yeah. yeah. So go and see it for yourself. <laughs> the Death Star, a Wayne Tech investment from sailor poland <laughs> yeah. spoiler alert ray is not actually a wayne i was just trying to make an example of some of the ridiculous theories that were out there well the fact that damien is a wayne and ray could be the descendant of ross al ghul yeah, the demons in her blood no no but star I get wars it. i like is, it i like it star wars is a long time ago in a galaxy far far away and disney doesn't know time travel, own DC yet. Time travel. come disney on ray doesn't know ray DC yet man great grandmother if we're going by that logic, Chris, <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So like we were saying, go see it for yourself. Make your decision off of that. It's polarizing. That's why you see so many people do their love or hate it. There's no one that's in the middle. That's like, it's okay. It's, it's a love or hate thing. It seems like, because it does shake up the status quo. And I think I like it, but I don't like all of it. I just need to see it again so that I can digest it. And uh, Mark Hamill, it's his movie. He owns it. Mark Hamill is fantastic in the last. Oh, 
crotchety Luke Skywalker is my favorite. See, part of me is like, I don't know if, if Mark Hamill was actually acting in that movie. Or <laughs> like a lot of it was just an old man on a, on a cold island being like, eh, I don't want to be here. It's fucking cold. I, I really this hope part. that this leads to more open doors for Mark Hamill when it comes to live action acting versus he's a great voice actor and the stuff he gets to do on TV from time to time is great. I would love to see him get some more opportunities on film again because he was very good in this movie. And so was Carrie Fisher, and my heart hurt every time I saw her on screen. Like I said, yeah, I she was fucking I great. They, uh, real quick side note before we wrap up: her dog was take Gary was taken to one of the showings and was sitting with one of her former assistants and on the assistant's lap. And every time Carrie came on screen, his ears perked up and he started looking more intently at the screen. And I was just like, "Oh, my heart, my heart hurts." Yeah, no, I looked for him. Did you guys see his cameo in the movie? I missed it. Yes, Ryan Johnson actually had a fan pointed out to him in a screenshot. It was actually in one of the Empire Magazine screenshots, and he got, he said, uh, "Good eagle eyes, you found it." So if you follow Ryan. Yeah, Johnson I, on Twitter. I, you can see I it saw there. it in the magazine and on the website. I didn't see it in when I actually watched the movie. I didn't pay that close of attention because I was in pure Star Wars ecstasy at the time. So trying to pay attention to Fair background enough. stuff is harder for me at the time. <laughs> I was looking for him. <laughs> But looking at the time, guys, that is going to wrap us up for this week. Don't forget, we stream live every Sunday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central over on Geeks.Live, the official streaming home of the Gunna Geek Network. You can find our entire back catalog of episodes over on the Gunna Geek YouTube channel in addition to our website over at atgnpodcast.com. As we wrap up, you guys have any final thoughts for us? Fart joke. Yeah, obligatory fart joke goes here. Disney's not a monopoly, but yeah, people should probably be scared. Yeah, probably just a little <laughs> bit. So I'm cutting out the middleman and just giving him my paycheck. That's easier. probably easier. So as we wrap up, don't forget, there's a bunch of other live content over at Geeks.Live. Go check it out and watch it today. We'll see you all next week. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this brand new episode of the All Things Good and Nerdy podcast. Don't forget, we'll be back next Sunday live at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, over at live.atgnpodcast.com, channel 3 of the Alpha Geek radio app, and over at our network home at gunnageek.com slash live. If you have any feedback for the show, please contact us atgnpodcast at gunnageek.com on our hotline number at 304-806-ATGN, or even better, go to Twitter and send us a message at atgnpodcast. The music you've heard in this show is produced by Kevin McLeod and can be found at incompetech.com.